What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Happer and Shaper on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Max Olson of The Athletic will join us shortly. Adrian Martinez has decided that he's off to Kansas State. Yesterday, there was plenty of movement yesterday. Miles Brennan yep. decided he was going back to LSU. Uh, LSU's other quarterback, Max Johnson, decided he was going to Texas A&M. That was a bit of a surprise. A little bit of a surprise. People were lining him up at Florida State, but then Florida State's offensive coordinator left to go to Oregon, and now people think Bo Nix is going to go to Oregon. The first win of Bo Nix's career came against Oregon. Oregon. So, where are we left with on the on the QB platter here? Where are we left with with the QB platter? Uh, so you still have Cam Ward, the the incarnate Word quarterback. There was some Keaton Slovis buzz yesterday. Keaton Slovis, who uh, you know, Michael Keaton Slovis, <laughs> enhanced sense of Keaton. <laughs> if Nebraskans would have an enhanced sense of Keaton. Um, I. He strikes me as of, of what's out there. I think he would fit fairly well um, with what Whipple has had in the past. If you were trying to line that up, it would be very different than what Scott Frost has had in the past. What do you think Marquis Stepp would think if Keaton Slovis was his quarterback and Mark Whipple was his offensive coordinator? Well, um, and Ron Brown, potentially his offensive analyst that serves as his running backs coach. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Running back is going to be one of those positions that we're not going to have any handle on. No, I just mean, remember when he, remember when he talked about USC being the sissy offense or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. That's why the whole Graham Harrell as the offensive coordinator here would have been. Well, they were, I mean, that's kind of what Whipple is a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. (laughs) It's more of that anyway. And then he would just have Keaton Slovis as his. 
as his quarterback. That'd be pretty funny. It'd basically just be deja vu a little bit. So, do you think Marquis Step would go somewhere where he could be not such a sissy offense anymore? Hmm. I don't know. He doesn't have a one free time transfer anymore. No, he does not. So I think for better or worse, he and Nebraska need to make it work. Could Michael Keaton Slovis kick uh, John Bon Jovi's ass in his prime? We need to find a either a Bon or a Jovi that is also in the transfer portal. A Bon. <laughs> There's got to be a Bon. Where do we find a Bon? There's going to be a Bon. Someone named Bon. Oh, Texter says, what about Emory Jones? There's going to be more guys entering the portal. Yeah. It's, well, it's, it's going to keep happening. There, you, you mentioned the other day, there's there's going to be waves of this thing. Yeah. Um, Max can speak to this. He's charting it for the athletics. So yeah. when we have him on, he'll be – He's. I mean, he just had an article go up the other day about trying to, to predict and track where certain guys are going to go. And so he's following this as close as anybody. That, so when we, we get him on, we can definitely ask it, him. It feels him. like we just finished, though, our first wave – like a little the, bit, the kind of, I don't know about the most talented wave, maybe the most high profile wave, something like that. Um, it feels like that happened, and now we're kind of on to not also ran guys, but more so reactions to the first wave. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what kind of what it feels like we're on right yeah, now. Yeah, and then oh, I always forget his name, the Texas A and M quarterback, Calzada. Yeah, that's another one that's still out there. So it it's sort of. As you kind of said, like you you kind of went through the first wave, which included Rattler, Gabriel, um, Adrian Martinez, Miles Brennan, Max Johnson. You know, those are probably five of your top twelve options that were in the yeah in the portal. So um, yeah, I I would expect a little bit more movement here, and then I think it's going to slow down, and then um, you know there's going to be more people popping in when their teams finish up the bowl game. Let's ask um, Max about this because you're right. He's he's been tracking at Max Olson of the Athletic. Uh, but first, Max, hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I want to ask you about Adrian Martinez first. Your your kind of reaction to him ending up at K State, not completely unexpected, but how do you think he'll fit there? Yeah, not you, you're right. Not totally unexpected. I think he took two visits there, and and you should be taking two that probably kind of tips where you're where you're thinking, um, but. I think it's uh, potentially a pretty good situation for him. Certainly, you know, given that he played through like three different injuries this year, you hope that he can get healthy and go through spring and all that. I don't know what his status is there, but um, in terms of the situation there, I think it's a pretty good one. You know, they're losing Skylar Thompson, who's been their starter for like six years at this point. Uh, the, the room there, they got Will Howard back, who has started 10 games over two years due to injuries to Thompson, uh, but hasn't really shown that he can be, you know, much of a thrower. So, I think that, uh, you know, and we'll see what they do offensive coordinator-wise there, but I think it's actually a pretty good spot for Adrian, and, and because they've got Deuce Vaughn, an All-American player running back, coming back, like, you don't have to build the whole offense around him, and I think I think we're all kind of curious to see what does that look like if he can play in a little bit more balanced offense where, you know, he doesn't have to, to do everything. Which of the, the quarterback moves so far has surprised you the most, Max? Is it is it Rattler ending up at South Carolina? Max Johnson at Texas A&M, Dylan Gabriel at UCLA, Miles Brennan back to, to LSU, or is there another one that stands out more? Yeah, I think maybe Rattler was one that you didn't really see coming just because uh, he, he and his camp really did keep things very, very quiet about you know where he was looking at and, and if he had taken any visits or not. Uh, Brennan going back to LSU, a bit surprising to me, um, but you know certainly Brian Kelly, it makes sense that he would kind of 
at least approach them about that, especially because the situation they're in right now, where they, um, you know, may have to burn their freshman's red shirt just to play them in the bowl game. Um, but yeah, huh. in, interesting spot there. I, the guy just, you know, he's missed 19 games in a row now for LSU due to injuries. So you hope he can kind of get healthy and finally put it together there. Um, I thought that, uh, you know, you, you, you're really not going to see this too often, but the Max Johnson thing is fascinating to me because uh, he just played A&M in his last game of the season and, and beat them and uh, put them in 8-4. and four. That was a pretty bad loss for A&M. And uh, for him to switch sides there along with his brother, uh, I'm sure it probably rubbed some people at LC the wrong way. Obviously went through a coaching change there and all that. but um, And he's not guaranteed the job. They've got a really good freshman coming in. Um, they had Haynes King, who was out for most of the season. I think that, that quarterback competition for, you know, potentially a very good A&M team next year is going to be pretty fascinating to watch. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply we often get caught up in it and, you know, start making statements about how this is, you know, the craziest transfer portal market. I, I think for a lot of reasons, though, it is, and specifically when we're talking about the quarterback situation um, because of the new rules that are in place. Is it – do you expect it to be like this um, in the future? Are we going to see this type of movement at quarterback every year? Is this just something we're going to have to, you know, get used to? I think so. Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. I, I don't know what would change it. I mean, certainly um, the one-time transfer thing means that these guys are going to cash this in now, and then if they're not happy with the destination they chose, if they want to move on, then they're going to have to sit out a year. So, I mean, for at least for the players that are moving now, you would you don't think there's going to be players that are making changes every year. It's not really going to be very advantageous for them. But, yeah, it, it seems like every year you've got now, for the past few years, you have these guys where, like everything's going great for Dylan Gabriel at UCF and then you get injured and like one thing goes wrong and you miss most of the season. Yeah. And of course they had a coaching change there too. And then all of a sudden, huh, guess I need to find a different situation. Like you, there's some of these guys that you would say, Oh man, you know, Spencer Rattler, certainly we thought, okay, he's going to play one more year at OU and then he'll go be a first round pick and they'll hand it over to Caleb Williams and all that. Certainly it didn't go the way you thought it would this year. And it just seems like these guys kind of get on this path of like kind of how they think their career is going to go. And then one thing changes, and it's like, okay, well, I guess I should go find a new school now. Hmm. Yeah. When you've talked with coaches or even with, with quarterbacks, like how much have they talked about just sort of patience kind of working through this process? Because there are a lot of names, and as we know from just quarterback recruiting in general, it sometimes sort of revolves around needing the dominoes to, to fall for people to start slotting into different positions. Yeah, it, it, you're seeing a bunch of these commitments pop this week, which I think is interesting because these, these guys cannot um, do the dead period. They can't go take visits again until January. So I, I kind of wondered, would there be some players, you know, whether it's Gabriel or, or you know, Max Johnson or whoever, who, who might have lots of options, 
well, those guys kind of, you know, waited out through Christmas a little bit and then, and then go take a couple visits in, in uh, January. I think Cameron Ward, the UIW quarterback um, who Ole Miss has offered and a bunch of other schools have offered, really good player. I think he's going to wait till January, and, and maybe some of these guys can afford to do so. But, it, yeah, you're right. It does sort of seem like high school recruiting where, um, you know, the, these guys want to get this figured out before Christmas so they can figure out, you know, where they're, where they're joining up for uh, spring semester. And, and so if you're in the market here, yeah, I agree that what you said earlier, Mike, there, there's probably going to be another wave of this after bowl games and maybe even another wave of this after the CFP's over. But um, it's hard to know which guys are, are going to pop up there. And so if you can, like, get him in on, on a visit and stuff, like, you kind of need to get it done because you just don't really know who else is, is coming along here. Well, Nebraska's in the market. <laughs> they, they, uh... Well, and, and so, like, you know, how uncomfortable would it be if they don't add someone for the spring? You know, I mean, like, cause certainly there's also still players that leave after the spring ball, too. So yeah. it's like, I, it, you do wonder with this musical chairs a little bit, do you go grab somebody right now? Do you wait and do it in January and see kind of who else is out there? Or I guess do you just kind of keep holding out, waiting for the guy that you feel like is, um, you know, a perfect fit for, for whatever you're going to do offensively with uh, yeah. Mark Whipple? Yeah, because you're right. It's, it's not like the quality of player goes down as time goes along. And maybe you saw a little bit of that at first, but – you know, a good guy could pop into the portal at any moment. <laughs> so you just sit there and kind of be patient and wait for your guy. That's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, and and not to not to you know, I mean, like certainly there's like Joe Burrow. Obviously, is one of the kind of the biggest names we've had. Like he he waited till end of spring semester, you know, and that was kind of a deal back in in April or May. So like, there's going to be those kind of guys that I'm not saying you hold out waiting for that because you just don't know if they're going to pop up or not. But um, this is also why. Like this is also why there's just so much tampering that goes on with this stuff because you feel like you want to line things up before the kid yeah. uh, even goes in the portal. And sometimes when the when when the player announces they're making a move, like I think when Bo Nix put his name in, uh, he he marked on the the portal that he didn't want to be contacted. Well, usually that means that the kid's already figured out where he's going, so don't bother calling him. It's like it's why it kind of incentivizes trying to line these things up before the name even hits because who knows if the kid's even figured out where he's going by the time he's put his name in. What uh, what takeaways, Max, did you have from from National Signing Day, and and I guess specifically, how excited are you to watch to watch Hunter at Jackson State? Jackson State going to be on your your trip list in in twenty twenty two. Man, I like if Dion was the coach of Florida State, like next, like in in twenty three, would you guys be surprised? No, I I wouldn't. But I <laughs> I said this the other day. I'm still not entirely sure what his end game is if it's to become a power five coach because the sort of talk about like how much time he actually puts into things there. Like he's it, right. He's a part-time coach, part-time media member. Like it's a very weird deal at Jackson state. I don't think you can get away with that. If you go to Florida state. Yeah. It, it was interesting watching and I know they're playing in their big, um, you know, playoff game this weekend. So I know that's part of it too, but like, when Travis Hunter committed, I was looking at 24-7, Mike, and, and you look at you pulled up their commit list, and they had three players on the commit list once you added Travis Hunter. So it's like yeah. they, that their their team account wasn't tweeting out, hey, here's all, all our signees today. Like <laughs> they're, they're mostly kind of building that thing off of, uh, you know, uh, bounce backs from Power 5 schools, guys yep. that can play, some of them that, you know, just want more playing time, some of them that, that have had disciplinary problems and stuff. So, yeah, it's it's – but you know what? I mean, I guess that kind of works today with the way this sport is heading. Like you can just kind of – uh, build a team off of off of hype and off of the portal and stuff and <laughs> i mean clearly they're they were talented enough this year um you know with the help of his his son at quarterback to um win a lot of games so 
I, you know, it does feel like I, I, I don't think it's a good idea, but it does, it does sort of seem like I can see where this is heading. That, uh, you know, it, it's possible Deion Sanders is going to get a shot at, at one of these, uh, FBS or, or maybe even Power Five jobs here. Good luck to that program. <laughs> and it'll probably be really fun for like a year or two, and then it probably yeah. will will fall apart. But yeah. I mean, it, it will be entertaining uh, from start to finish. Is the uh, is the coaching carousel kind of all wrapped up by now? Yeah, I mean, like you know, knock on wood. I think I think so. Like I, you know, Stan Drayton uh, going to Temple. Uh, I, I think you know closes the the, the final vacancy here um, now. I think there's probably going to be, you know, I feel like there's always what five, six, you know, seven, eight um, NFL jobs opening up. You know, is is, is the Vikings going to be one of them, Mike? I am hoping. You're am praying. Hopeful. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I don't want a college maybe, coach, though. Maybe one of those could come along that would would like I, I I see people speculating about Ryan Day. I know he's denied that. I, I don't know that I would, I would buy that he's going to make a move, but. I could see maybe one of these NFL jobs doing it, but otherwise, yeah, I think we're we're pretty much settled here. What about on the flip side of it, Urban Meyer? Does he find his way back to college football eventually? Uh, such a good question. I mean, I think that he probably will do TV next year, if I had to guess. Um, now, I, <laughs> I, I don't think someone should hire Urban Meyer, but... I mean, somebody's going to talk themselves into it at some point, you would think, right? Like, I, you, yeah. I, I know it's like uh, there's going to be somebody that tries to tell themselves, oh, well, that's just the NFL. The NFL's really different. You know, he's one of the best ever in college. You know, Jacksonville was just bad. Obviously, they had the number one pick, so they, you know, you inherited a bad team and had a bad year and all that. But, man, I, I, I think it goes just beyond that. I, I, I think that we saw some things this year. That would indicate, and not just the stuff that embarrassed him, obviously, but just overall the way he ran that organization. I think there's things that signs you saw that you know if you're hiring Urban Meyer now, you're not you're not getting the Urban Meyer that that won national championships at Ohio State anymore. What if you pair Deion Sanders <laughs> and Urban Meyer, and you have two part-time head coaches? Ooh. You could also share so a TV like, spot with both of them. Yeah, I mean, it's perfect. You split the schedule exactly in half. Could, could it be right? Could it be? But it, but to say what you said, take to what you said about Dion, right? Could it be a hybrid job where you do TV for part of the week and run a program for part of the week? Yeah, I, I think I they think so. just and then you're cashing two checks and and everybody wins. Yeah, and just piling up the wins and making everybody mad. Which program will do it? That will be the question. I would watch. I, I think some – I mean, maybe I'm just being too cynical here, but I think somebody is going to try to hire Urban Meyer. And, and I we'll, – we'll, we'll see how that goes. But I think that uh, – like I said, I don't think the struggles this year are just about the NFL. I, I think clearly his, uh, his, his management style wore on people very fast there. And, no he, you know, you saw that the man just cannot take losing. So that's why – you know, a couple of years ago, that's why you talk about, well, maybe the only job he'd take is like USC because he doesn't want to do a rebuild. I mean, clearly the guy can't – he doesn't have the stomach to uh, to take all that losing. For sure. All right, Max, uh, we'll let you go. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, watch the Bahamas Bowl this afternoon and uh, enjoy that as well. See ya. Thanks, guys. Max Olson of The Athletic. Yes, Middle Tennessee State and Toledo start in like an hour. Bowl season game. is upon us. I haven't been asked to join any bowl pools yet. I have been asked to join two. I didn't respond either time. Yeah. I hate bowl pools. I have no interest in it. I, I like participating in one. I don't like everybody saying that they're in one. You know, mm. it's almost like fantasy football. Okay. In that way. It's like, I'm 
I'll I'm do it. I'll do it. I'll play one, but don't tell me that you're in seven bowl pools and you might win one and you're really bad and seven, right. five other ones. I I'm trying to even think like pick pick the games that we could just do our own. Just pick the games. Like if I had to do a bowl pool right now, I don't even know where my highest confident pick would be. Oh, I don't either. With all these people opting out right, and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. All right, we'll take a quick break here. We'll round out the nine o'clock hour next. More of Happer and Shaper is coming your way on ninety three seven the ticket and the ticketfm.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.